If you don't notice, Kim Kardashian's kids ain't black no more. Mm. Ain't talking that no more. Neither she. She ain't black no more. Oh, they mm. finished. They've 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 done their they've done their time, and now they're moving on. All right, <laughs> they're moving on. She's showing the inside of her palms all the time now. No, there's no all the extra tanning is not even happening no more. What's happening? <laughs> And, and then to flip it, Kanye Yo, is laugh so hard I hurt my back. Welcome to Call Out Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock. Oh, well, let me. Before we even get ahead of ourselves, we're doing it. I want to listen. We are call out culture. <laughs> the show is started. We, I am your host and co-host, Curly Castro. I'm here with Alaska, who will be running things as yep. edict by Zilla Rocker. Fresh off Curly. tour, Curly Castro. So I'm back. So forgive my voice. I'm just recovering. It's been a long time for me. And tonight I got to had, see a show. I got to yep, see a show. Yep. I was excited. When the person here got to see the show live and direct. Incredible. The one and only the living, walking, breathing legend known as a logic. That's Thank a lot of Elijah. pressure, man. That's Back a lot again. of pressure right there. Oh, whatever. You already dropped the record. <laughs> it's not like you have to drop new records to re, you know, your legend is already cemented, but that's true. <laughs> you Vince Carter on the Hawks, man. You already did your you already did your work, man. Where, you where, did your where? work, though. <laughs> You right. gotta be forty. You you would just be like, shit. You could put your you could put your legs up like cool key, man. Fuck it. I, you know, go go. You ain't you ain't in it. You ain't here. Oh I, oh, you was up there. They ain't tell you. Oh nobody. Mm. Up oh okay. I don't shine shoes no more. All right. Yeah, you've been good a long wait. time, Bill. Yeah. Been a long time. I know. I don't know if I told you. I don't shine shoes no more. All right. <laughs> this kid. Let me tell you about this kid. After he blueprint so made good. me recoup. After I recoup with blueprint for God lyrics, I'll shine shoes no more. Yeah, man. It's like <laughs> this kid would make your shoes look like fucking mirrors. Yo, yo, yeah. would like. Would print be like mad at you if you were like taking a while to recoup? Would you not like talk to you that week? Like, you know, like we're oh, friends, nah. but nah. we still got a thousand copies back at the at the, at the spot. Nah, right. nah, I heard I heard those I heard those numbers, but you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it wasn't I, I was, it wasn't always on me, you know what I mean? Cause okay, I, yeah. Cause back then I didn't handle the business shit. I was you just, were talent, like, you were the talent. I was the, the talent. Best. You just look yeah, you, you didn't look pretty show, and, 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 and walk through the front car. Yeah, yeah, but no, it's yeah. still because we used to go out there and it'd be like we'd all be at print and then we'd show up at the spot and the logic would just be leaning against the wall, right? Yeah, <laughs> not a what an artist, what a not fucking a artist. You just need artists. like, yo, we need to make four merch sales so we could get back on a bus. Like, we gotta get we <laughs> it's like, to oh, word. I'm just hanging out. And we need to bars. we need to finesse some women. We ain't got no place to stay tonight. I'm like Alaska. <laughs> that's eyes the road tour. No, but I remember um getting with an old associate of ours and um finally getting into the conversations about what's at the factory how many units are moved uh i'll say that's when um when Hoslow started getting popular and he was still on our crew we started having those conversations like we didn't you know we didn't talk like that before because if you have product you press up 20 cds and you try to get rid of them at three open mics you know what i'm saying yep. you didn't know about yep. inventory or right. regional sales and this mm -hmm. is even before streaming See, I'm not if I'm gonna say when when did he drop his his that was um it's like 10, 12 years ago. 2011. It, it was like the streaming wasn't it wasn't as even a thing impactful. just yet. Yeah, it wasn't it was that yet. middle era of like people downloading, downloads was still yeah, downloads was still yep. yeah, and it was like <laughs> iTunes was still a big deal back then for like the singles, yeah, the 99 cent singles and ringtones yeah, was still a thing then. So it was a little different. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that that's that's always an interesting time. Yeah, when you when you enter into that world, because before then. I was indie as hell. Like mm -hmm. I had a thousand CDs that I can count on my hand, not mm -hmm. like uh, right. you know shipping 
Yes. Yeah, love, you know, shipping. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't deal with that stuff. Like I was like for, to, to hear some of my OGs here in Columbus, like I was, I was on, I was smelling my own shit back then. Mm-hmm. Like I was, <laughs> I was that, I was that guy. And I knew I was that guy. And I acted like I was that guy when I was in Columbus, you know, hey, you only get, you only get one time to do it, man. Do it. Right. You know right. You only be Allen Robinson before the cornrows. Do it. Fuck that shit, man. What are you gonna and do? the crazy thing is, like at the time, because I actually was that guy, I got the respect. Ah. But you know, like to this day, you know, cats are telling me, like, dog, you was an asshole. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you Zilla. was an asshole, but you Zilla, can you, but you talk, backed can it you up. talk to a logic about relating that way? All right, I I'm not I'm not familiar with what you're saying to me right now. <laughs> oh, wow. at all. Let me tell y'all I'm something. Not, I'm let, unsure. Let me, let me put y'all on. This ain't even Patreon. This is for main listeners. When I first was trying to do business with Zilla. Now, when we first met, we had a mutual respect for each other. I yep. first started yep. to do business with him. I went to his crib. Was it your crib or was it? Uh, I don't remember. It wasn't my crib. No. Oh, you, so I, I was, was not letting rappers in the house back yeah, then. So it was oh, old crib. No. So we're was, sitting there, right? Neut- this is a, meeting, this is a meeting. It's a meeting. It's a living room, but it's a meeting. Yeah, it was a meeting. He was wearing a leather wristband. Part of his rap outfit, so he had like half rap. I wore a outfit. Watchman shirt with a leather wristband. That was like my go-to. <laughs> wow! And no, and also his, his rap Watch uniform. Why do you have, like um, Kevin Smith so much? You used to have a towel. Z used to always have a towel. I wasn't wearing like fucking seven X jorts. And <laughs> no, like no, no, no. He, he had a he had like a stark red button up sometimes with a short sleeve, and he used to wear a towel. Oh yeah, uh, he was, I was, was sweating on stage a little bit. Yeah, so he had a whole thing, right? So we had this meeting, and he won't look at me while we're talking, and he keeps saying. He keeps replying to me with a bunch of PTSD stuff that had happened with other artists. Oh, yeah. Man, By that point, I ran to, through like let me, let me tell a story. Stop it. Let me tell a story. Oh, you know, I ain't really trying to manage. No, I said, no, I don't need you for management. I needed you for X. Like, I was very specific on what I needed to get to work with. Right. He wouldn't even look at me. And I was like, and I remember oh, leaving. And I left the crib. And it was all right. I mean, I was like, fucking dick. He's such a dick. Right. And then, <laughs> yep. and then later on, I actually told him, I said, yo. Why were you being such a dick? It's like, oh man, I ain't really know you. And I was having a lot of bad experiences with other artists and boo, boo, boo. And it because was you know what it was, bro? It what was that Cameron shit. Was Cameron, it? It, it took me a long time to learn this. When you take on other artists, you take on their problems. And at that point, I took on too many people and there too, too many other problems. But I, I wasn't aware of it yet. You know what I mean? But that's not what I was asking him to do. But that was that was my defense. That my was defense his, that was he was very defensive. Yeah, I was not interested. <clears throat> so but you at and I don't point, have those problems, which no, is but at great. that point, I was flourished. At that point, I was pretty deep. established. So I really oh, yeah, you were you were all of that. But yeah, you were on your shit. He had, to, he had to do his homework. And catch anyway, regardless. So, yeah, important. so we're so talking yes, about the motherfucker. Yeah, no, we are talking about it. It's all important. So we do have moments of ass foolery for different reasons in this game. And sometimes we have to check ourselves know that i before should before we wreck think. ourselves right before you wreck yourself check yourself that's a real either like y'all think that's not a hook that's a hip-hop bible <laughs> that's check yourself or you wreck yourself all right um mm-hmm. no, like not 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 piling on him but there were words about kanye west's car accident being pretty karmic at that time to mm-hmm. not just he deserved it, but to make him slow his ass down, he was mm. literally oh, going. He seemed miles. to grow a lot since that. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that that made him really, stop and rap. Mm. That made him stop stop rapping on desk. He had to rap in the in the hospital room, and you know, it made him stop and do a project. Yeah. Maybe he never would have done a project. It's really paid off <laughs> all these yeah, years man. later. So anyway, so look, we are here to talk about ill ass hip hop takes, but before that, 
we're here to talk about an ill upcoming project because it hasn't dropped yet, has it? No, not it? yet. It's 11, on its way. 11, November 11th. Yeah. Well, you know what? The transition. Logic's next project, I think one of his most thoughtful and most I'm in my own skin comfortable project. I, I have I have a direct comparison. I know exactly what you were tapping into and we will talk about that. But yeah. Alaska, you can take it. I've been talking too much. Well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting all comfortable. Like, all right, Cash was going yeah, to He's back. He's Look, a couple weeks off. Me and Lance go holding it down, doing 50 episodes. You came back with the rare form. Yeah. I get punished so, for going to work. Bill. So let, let's talk about this record then. The Logic. The new album is called The Transition. Yes. Correct? Yes. And uh, you want to give us a little background on like what, what the sort of themes are, sort of tell us about the record. Let us know a little bit about it before like, we start talking specifics um well the the transition um the reason i called it that record is because for one i've had a lot of transitions in my life in the last few years Mm -hmm. um i've become a grandfather crazy congrats yeah happy happy mason i'm a grandfather but i got seven thousand more gray hairs than you that shit is incredible Good jeans, man. Good jeans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, Tell them ain't no dye, ain't no dye here. You know what just mean? for men. Just, just yeah. for men rap. Great. Oh no, yeah. we just for men. We start that in our 30s, regardless of how many kids we got. No, nah, I mean, um, especially when we single. But uh <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so you know, I became a grandfather, um, just moved into a new crib, you know what I'm saying? Nice. Like as as Alaska especially would notice probably um from doing you know the beats and b-sides like my my surroundings have changed yeah um you know and just you know my my oldest son moving out and starting his family and um also like one of the biggest things for me um for this record and as an artist is that this is the first record where you know like Y'all know I, I produced the autopilot record and started producing not too long ago. Um, long enough ago, I actually um probably about I'm about eight years, eight to ten years deep now. Um, since go. I started actually 10, producing hours. But um this is the first record where I really feel like I'm I've arrived as a producer. Like I really felt like everything on this record, as far as the production, as far as the writing, um is what I wanted to accomplish and what I wanted to do. And so I feel like it's a transition from me just being a rapper to being a producer, to being a full artist. Um, because, you know, like getting behind the camera, you know, really being a lot more proficient in a lot of the other things that I've tried to tackle in the last few years. I really feel like with this record is kind of a, a, a mile marker for me. Um, to kind of show that 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 movement is working and I really feel like I'm stepping into my own and also you know it's a transition from me you know like I said just being a rapper because I don't feel like I have a lot more records to do Mm, Um, interesting I feel like I may honestly only have one more full-length Illogic album Mm. in me um 
and not to say I'll stop rapping. I'll never stop rapping. I'm a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'll never stop writing. I'll never stop doing right. features. I'll never stop, you know, even doing, you know, maybe two or three song EPs here and there and stuff like that. Cause I'll always be inspired to write and to do my craft and to do my art. But I feel like this is a transition into another phase of my life as well. Nice. Um, so, you know, with that, that was the main you know, the the foundation of the title of the project. And really just I wanted to, you know, with this project kind of flex, you know, the things that I've learned and the things that, you know, I've accomplished and be a little more um, engaging with the audience on the record, as mm. opposed to being so introverted as mm. I am usually <laughs> with most of my records. Mm. Um, and to give a lot more themes and um ideas on the record that more people can relate to and mm. again not be so encased in you know this is what i'm feeling this is what i need to get out this is what i need to say um but having more you know topics of things that other people can identify with a little more closely and you know not be so cryptic you know, mm, in, in right. the language, not be so cryptic in the styles, not be so cryptic, even with the production. Um, you know, it's it's a really, I think, one of my most straightforward records that I've ever put out. I concur. And and also in that, I think it's probably one of my best records in that sense, too. Also um, concur. Because I think that when people put this record on, even though it's under 30 minutes long, it's a record that you can listen to over and over again and still enjoy, still have fun with it, you know, and it doesn't really get boring to you. Um, so I think it's, you know, to, to put it simply, I think it's a translation transition into me, you know, just really realizing who I am as an artist and what all, you know, I want to accomplish past just rapping. Why, so, why do you think, this you're you're tapping out of albums as a solo artist that's exactly i don't think i'm gonna ask a question <laughs> i don't think i'm tapping out necessarily i mm -hmm. think i've i've said so much and in the long form of albums i don't think that i want to put that energy mm -hmm. there i think there's other areas of my life that i want to put that extensive energy into because i mean we're all we're all artists here we've all done full-length projects you know what i'm saying and it's taxing you know what I'm let like me let me ask you this uh, does it yeah. is there a thing about your verbosity or the amount of words you use where you feel like you've said a lot because like i'm comparing you to say like um slug mm -hmm. slug raps a lot slower he says a lot fewer words he has a little his career is you know rolling out a little longer maybe on the mm -hmm. edges from where your prime was do you think that that could be a thing because you say a lot of words and you have a lot to say and i'm not saying slug doesn't i'm just saying he paces himself so mm -hmm. it's like the amount of words he's like you remind me of like say lebron going to the playoffs going to the finals nine years in a row mm -hmm. going to the olympics four or five out of those years world championships and stuff and and that equals to you've played three more seasons than right. slug would have played in right. that time yeah, I think I think that has something to do with it. You know what I'm saying? I think I think also throughout my career, you know, um, 
the way that I do records and the way that I write and the, the, the topics and the things that come out of me are extremely emotionally, you know, heavy a lot of times. Um, even when I'm having fun, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I take the art so seriously that, you know, when I'm in album mode, you know, my wife knows there's certain times that you don't bother me. Mm-hmm. You know, my kids know that, you know, dad's working on his record. So when he's writing, if I need something, I'll check with mom because I'm not going to disturb dad. I have I have those, you know, mm. I, I get so deep into the craft that it's hard for me to project my energy elsewhere. And I think I'm getting to a point in my life, you know, again, having grandchildren now, having, you know, children that are graduating college, you know, I mean, high school and about to go to college and about to start their lives to where I need to put that energy elsewhere. And on top of, I've said so much, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is my ninth, technically my ninth full length album. Wow. And that's not counting the EPs. That's not counting the features. That's not counting the greenhouse albums. That's not counting, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if if you look at my my band camp, just my band camp, like I have, you know, over 25 releases of things, you know, whether it be, you know, some of those may be instrumental as well. But I have, you know, multiple releases over and I've been doing this almost 30 years. Wow. Yeah. Talk you know what I'm saying? It. Like, Speak to so, it. you know, like I've been doing it for over, you know, for most of my life. And I think it's time now I'm getting to a place where I want to travel. I want to do things with my wife. I want to do things outside of, you know, this box of music that I need to put that energy into. And who knows? Like, you know, I may put out my next record and like, oh, I got another one, but it might not come for 10 years after that. Mm, You know what I'm saying? Like it may, you know, I might be 60 and do a record, you know what I'm saying? And you know, because I'm getting into playing instruments now a little more. I'm getting Ooh. into doing so many more things that, you know, I'm not I'm not confined anymore to just the word. Right. I can I can produce. I can, you know, do videos. I can do all kind. I can write. I can do all kind of other artistic things that I haven't put that energy into. And I think over the years, over the recent years production has really shown me that Mm. is that you know because when I first started producing I had that excitement that I had when I first started rhyming the first time I sold when I sold my first beat that felt like the first time I rocked on a stage in front of you know like a a big crowd of people I'm I'm Mm. starting to understand that there's so much more even artistically there's so much more that I haven't touched on that I really want to dive into and you know rapping isn't as much of a priority these days because I can sit down I don't have to be inspired I don't have to you know have a plan I can sit down and write a 16 with my eyes closed you know what I'm saying like it's it's a part of me now but I can't necessarily you know make a soundtrack to a movie like that you know what I'm saying? I don't have that proficiency yet. And I want to get into the proficiency to do so many other things. And creating albums takes so much time and so much effort right. that, you know, I'm looking more into, you know, expanding past it. 
Nice. I got two bars that describe with this record, you know, when it lands and people check it out. It's actually the first bar and the last bar of the first song. And it's, I noticed the void in hip hop. My job is to fill the emptiness. And then the last bar is my tongue's a gun. And when it's cocked back, this is what I do. And if anybody needs to know about the logic, those, those two bars are right there. I think that's a great, I think that's, that's, yeah. You I do it, you the work. All. You, I know what you do. This is what I do. My God, this is what I do. All right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes, sir. And then, um, so like I was also listening to the record intensely and I was bouncing back and forth and the vibes as far as the music is very much, um, I thought it was the first one, but not really. It's stressed the extinction agenda. It's the second organized confusion record. Mm-hmm. If you can play, you can play the transition beat. You can trade the tracks back and forth, go back and forth, go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll find a lot of the bones in the DNA yeah. um, matching up. Yeah, I feel that. That's that's one of my favorite records of all time, actually. Yeah. Um, just co- complete you know pieces of work like that's one of my favorite records of all time and um comparing it comparing my record to that that's a huge fucking it's right there if it's like gloves right there beautiful what are you gonna say last right, well i just um i kind of wanted to ask about a line there there's one line that really struck me because it's something that i've been thinking about a lot where i am in my life more in my life than with like my music career than anything but um, there's a line and I, I don't remember the name of the song, like listening to it. I haven't been like keeping track of the name of the song, but you have a line, something about like in a generation from now will be the elders. Mm-hmm. And do you wrestle with that? Like the sort of the fact that you're kind of closer to the end than the beginning at this point oh. in your life. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, um, that's, that's actually the last song on the album, um, a small piece. Um, and I didn't really hit that realization until because even in that song, I talk about my grandfather passing Mm -hmm. and my grandfather was the last of the generation beyond my parents. Mm. Mm. So at this point, since with my grandfather gone, my mom and my aunts and my uncles, they're the, the, the next level of our, they're the top level of our family. Mm -hmm. And I'm right under there. Like I'm my mom's oldest child. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm one of my grandmother's older, you know, like I'm one of my grandmother's older grandchildren, you know, like I'm probably number five in the, in the pecking order or, or, or six or something like that. So I didn't really get that realization until that moment happened. And it really made, like, I wrote that song probably two or three days after I found out my grandfather had passed away. Oh, wow. Damn. And it really hit me that, you know, I'm, I'm right there. And what does that mean? And what am I going to do with it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I've always been really focused on my kids and my family, you know, all of that. But that realization hit me like, yo, like all of us, like our generation you know, and our age group, like most of our parents are getting up there and yeah. a lot of our grandparents are gone. Gone. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So we're like that next line of defense, like in the next, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, we're going to be the elders. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. going to, and what are we going to do with it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
a lot of us have strong ideas about how this country is ran and how you know people deal with their morals and things of that nature but pretty soon we're going to be the moral compass and what do we do with that transition (laughs) and that and and that's really like what because that song is really like a a song dedicated to my children and more of a um more of a kind of I don't, I don't want to say like lesson, you know, book, you know, for them to kind of look at and like, you know, these are the things that you need to think about as mm-hmm. you grow older. Um, mm. And so that last song is because that's why it's called a small piece. Like I want to make sure that the things that I leave, at least my children and the generations of other people's children that have listened to me. And it's a, uh, it's a touchstone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So like it's it's, it it could be left as a monument. And that's something that um, my girl put me hip to. Like, you know, we talk about like um, careers and I'm like, well, you know, I never really had no long job or I could say I was working at Con Ed for 20 years. She said, no, she said, you you, you're leaving things that'll Mm -hmm. be here, you know, past your, you know, your time here. You're leaving a legacy. We're not even aware of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. Elijah, like you're my man and stuff. But like there's people that like write celestial clockwork lyrics on their walls or have them mm-hmm. tattooed on them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We don't even know. You right. know what I'm saying? Like I, I praise Alaska all the time. He don't know how important Hangar 18 was to me. So like we're, we're living, breathing that moment and we are hedging into the upper firmament of our elders, the people that held up the heavens for us. We're going to be those people. And it's like, yeah. Big yeah. And it's important for us to really think about the things that we're leaving. You yeah. know, it's important for us to think about the things that we're imparting into the next generation, whether it be our children, whether it be our nieces and nephews, you know, whether it be the people that listen to our music, it's very important that we understand, you know, what we're leaving. Indeed. Wow. Oh, that 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 powerful move is we Woo. can move on. That we might need we need to take a break. All right. <laughs> we will be back. But this is a logic. We're talking about the transition coming out November 11, 11, 11. You know what that means? That's some twin shit. I look up the Matrix. Like, don't even mess oh, with me right now. I thought now. you meant like the Danny DeVito movie, Twins. Nah, man. Don't even mess with me right now. I'm, I'm into high, you know, iconography. <laughs> I cannot. You mean, you mean like, shit from Matrix Revolutions? Yo, yo, twins, man. 11, Word? 11. You don't even understand. There's a scene in the Matrix. Elijah, know what I'm talking about? The double L's in his name. Stop playing with me, Z. The double I's in his name. All right, stop playing with me, dog. I do this. I do this. It's 11 11 22. Bong. Wow. I do this. Right, see, that's some bullshit right there. All right. This is some Kabbalah. You want to like talk that. about what Kanye told? I'm talking about the other thing. Wrap your arms up in some tape and understand Jewish numerology. Don't play with me right now. <laughs> I'm, I could go there and we'll be back. Call we'll out be culture. back. Call out culture. Hey, yo, don't wait for me to leave. The new album from me, Zilla Rafa, and Andrew. His album's groovy as hell, man. So it's like eating a bowl of ice cream for breakfast. Available now on 3 dollarpistolcom We're doing vinyl pre-orders, tapes, and the cigarette flip-out paper box you haven't seen since 98. CDs. And we got everybody on the joint that you love. Alaska, Prem, Wally Clark, Brian Annals, Castro, Rich Jones, Teller Banks. Cuts by my man Marcus Pin. Yo, I love this record. I want you to hear it. Take all your troubles away. It's therapeutic like that, but in a non-corny way. It's a 
grab it now. Don't wait for me to leave Zilla Rocca and Andrew. $3pistol.com and streaming everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're back. We're talking with the logic. The whole the new squad. record. The transitions. The most the most fun rap album I've heard from this man in quite some time. This this shit is just it's always fun hearing a veteran performer, writer, artist, where they hit a point in their career where it's like, yo, don't ever get it fucked up. I'm going to style all over you. I'm going to have yeah. so much fun. Like the way you flex on this record and then you have like left turns and, you know, singing and melodies, scratches. It's, it's so fucking hip hop, but in such a comfortable, confident way where it's like you change your flow a lot and do this type of shit. You know what mm. I mean? Like that's, that's confidence of like, <laughs> yo, I I can do like this. Just, I do this. Yeah, like it's just it's like when you see uh I'm trying to think. It's kind of like it's almost like when when directors hit a certain spot and like Cash and I were talking about this today. We were talking about that guy Richie shit, um the gentleman movie where it's like, yo, I could just go back in my crime bag. I could just give you some British crime shit. Like I've been doing that since fucking what's it called? Lock stock and two smoking barrels of snatch. Like barrels. if I mm-hmm. want to do that, I could just pull that out. Like that's nothing for me to do. And so I felt like when I heard this album, I was like, because I felt like Autopilot was very focused. And we had you on, I, I think, when that dropped and ran ads for it, which is dope. Mm-hmm. And it was very, like, very musical and very much like, it felt like, um, it felt like the first six months at a job where you're like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm going to do everything I can to fucking really show you, like, I'm about this shit. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one sounds like... I've been here like seven years, motherfucker. Like I've seen it all. I'm not, get, I'm not getting fired. You're getting fired of anything. Like I know who to talk to. I know Pam and HR. She got my back. I'm really cool with the VP Chip. We're good. You know, me and Chip, we we, we talk about sports and shit. I'm solid. Like mm-hmm. it just and then you know it's only been what 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 year? What actual year did auto was that? 2021 or 2020? 2020. Okay. Yeah. See, like these last couple of years for everyone's like a blur. So mm-hmm. I feel like this one is just. Like, I feel like the beats are, like, stripped down in a way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it gives you more space with the flows and the pockets, the choruses. The, like, it's just, it's a, re- it's a it's totally more, different It's record. more direct. And you know, yes. what you, you know what you want. And you know right. what you're setting out to do. And well, you know I how you want it to sound. There's the element of, and, and tell me if I'm wrong on this a lot, but as a producer, like, it's kind of like a rapper. Like, the, at first, when you're uncomfortable and not really sure about your words, you disguise it. Mm-hmm. right with all right. tricks and as a producer like you've been doing it now for another two years mm-hmm. so like you really like have settled into your producer bag at this point oh yeah definitely like yeah. that's that's why i wanted it to be a little more stripped down because like you said like autopilot was a lot more musical there was a lot more going on even in the production and in the lyrics and in the hooks and you know in the album altogether. this album right. is more straightforward you know like break beats fucking loops chops you know what i'm saying like yep. there's no fluff you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like I, I didn't want to put any fluff in the production didn't want, that's why the album is so short i actually had 12 songs yeah i was gonna mm-hmm. ask like what did you cut joints out or this was it? yeah i actually had 12 songs and Ooh. i cut it down to eight because the other four songs that i had didn't feel like i needed them for the record it felt like you know um that the record took a long uh, uh, too long to get to my point 
You know uh, what I'm saying? I like that. Um, and even the final song on the record, there's actually an alternative version hmm. with a different beat with actually blueprint on the hook. And the Ooh. fact that I the fact that I took print off of the record, you know what I'm saying? Like the fact that I took a blueprint off of the record and he's singing the hook. But Ooh. the fact that I, I made I, I made that choice shows that I was really hyper focused on what I wanted to accomplish with this record and the very, sound. Very of direct. The you set out you had goals and you, you saw what you want. And you went out and you got that shit with this record. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like and even, you know, going into you know, everything that was created, the sample choices, all of that stuff. Like I was very, very, you know, calculated in what I did and how I moved and how I wanted the record to move. Yeah. I noticed avoiding hip hop, my job's to fill the emptiness. You work on getting famous, I'm inches from infamous cause I write like a kabakazi lives life. Detonate cockpits when I spit tongue lashing, I'm crashing mic seat. A common beauty is commonly overlooked. So for that reason, I kept walking past my crown. Why I love living life in circles Cause I seem to find things that I missed the first time around Now I'm back to where I started A driven artist with purpose A little older, a little wiser No longer depressed or worthless I'm starving again, homie Hunger can't explain I like the hand that feeds from fingertip to shoulder blade Just a little while ago I was thinking about retirement the end was actually gonna be autopilot, but Rome wasn't built in a day or even two. God called me to change the world, and I'm starting with you. I sing like no one's listening, dance like no one's watching. For me, it's an exercise, you have no other option. Call yourself an artist, but the art isn't done right. I blossom in the darkness while you wither in sunlight. See, I make masterpieces and laugh at your bars. Take a hint, I'm leaving footprints in the path of the stars. Yes, sir. All right, Bill, talk to, talk to the folks, these loyal listeners about your um unique rollout you have certain packages you're giving people a chance to produce on their own like let, let yeah 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 so i wanted to do something special with this campaign um if you guys you know follow me um on instagram or any social media um at logic 614 if you don't um what i've been doing is kind of giving people a, <clears throat> a look at my journey but in a unique way um weekly i drop verses um and but i'm kind of mixing the old with the new i'm taking new beats that i've produced but dropping verses from older records some of my favorite verses um and kind of giving them new life just to give people an idea of where i've come from and mm. also where i've arrived and where i'm going mm. um and with the album there's only 50 of these um i have journals mm. and it's the transition journal and I, they're all hand signed and numbered and it's only 50 of them. And with that journal, you get a personalized message written from me to you directly. Um, and you also get an ink pen. This ink pen doubles as a USB drive. So you unscrew it and it's a Ooh. USB drive inside <laughs> and you get the album, you get the instrumentals, you get four remixes or five remixes of songs that are on the album. Um, as well as three albums of your choice from my discography. So that's one package. And you also get a poster. Um, and I, I have CDs, of course, um, mm -hmm. as well. Um, but also with this record, I'm selling the stems to the entire album. That's fucking so crazy. You actually can buy the stems for the whole record. Everything is broken out, drums, samples, scratches, all of that stuff. It's at acapellas, of course, and it's all broken out so you can use it. It's like a sound pack, you know what That's I'm saying? Crazy. And um, actually, you guys can see it, but 
Like it actually comes in this little um, package. That's and so it's dope. a USB drive in there. It's a wooden USB drive. It's actually a 16 gig drive. Damn. And and uh, you get that with the stems and you can use the drums. You can use the bass lines. You can do whatever you want. So um, and so, yeah, like I wanted to do something special with the record because it's a special record. Mm. Um, so I wanted to do something a little different. And, you know, everything is very personalized. And these um, the um, the stems, it's only 10 of those available. Damn. So if you get them, you'll be one of 10 people that have them. So cool. And actually right now, one of eight people because two people already bought the stems. Look at that. Um, and they are a premium price. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck yeah. And that's why it's only 10 of them, because it's a premium price, because if you pay a certain amount for something, you ain't going to just put it up on the Internet and give it to give it away. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so um, I wanted to make sure that I did some special things and these um, the stems boxes and um, um, USBs will also be numbered and I'll sign those. And they'll, I got stickers. I got new T-shirt designs. I got all Damn. kinds of shit. You know what I'm saying? So and with this campaign as well, um, I've. I've touched my cameras because I have like multiple cameras and I've actually utilized my cameras much more in this last couple months than I have probably since I've had them um, because I'm really, you know, trying to get into that bag and make this something special. And, you know, a lot of my peers have hit me up and like, I see what you're doing and I, you know, I appreciate mm -hmm. the, the effort and what you're doing and, you know, it's something cool and special. So, um, but yeah, it's only 10, it's only 10 of the stems. It's only 50 of the journals. Um, everybody else would just get CDs and downloads, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. but you know, it's real personalized because I, I felt like this record was super personal, um, just in the creation of it and what it mean to me. That's fucking great. And where can people find this? You can get it at my band camp, um, illogic.bandcamp.com, um, visit, visit, um, I am That's my website. Um, for any updates, um, I will be I actually was trying to do a remix contest, but it kind of didn't work out. But I think the reason it didn't work out because people have only really heard one song off the record. Mm. Um, mm. So in a couple months, once the album is out, I will be doing a new remix contest and I'm trying to get enough people to enter the remix contest to where I can do a remix version of the record. And with the remix contest, what I'm going to ask people to do is utilize the stems to recreate the songs. But you don't have to necessarily use the exact samples from the song that you're recreating mm. to recreate the song. So I want people to use all the elements of the record to recreate the record in a different way. So I'll be announcing that um, shortly as well. That's so fucking cool, man. Congrats to you, dude. This shit is Thanks, wonderful. man. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's awesome. Appreciate it. Well, well, here we go. You guys are ready for it? Let's, do it. let's hit let's hit another break. So yeah, let's hit another break another, and come back. Another Yo. leak. We're gonna give them another leak of the transition. So we're gonna get a spike, get a spike seltzer. seltzer. We're, we're just gonna rip through the takes. <laughs> we're gonna let our rip through listeners get another little leak from the transition, and we'll be back with our hot hip hop takes. Zilla oh, cannot right. contain himself. Shablam, bye. He needs we'll that hard seltzer in his life. He's like a frat girl. He wanted an excuse to go run off and get it. He's <laughs> really going to smash it. He'd be a sorority girl, not a frat girl, right? Oh, definitely sorority. Yeah. Blind.
blinded by illusion, delusional brands of folklore, confused the bliss of pandemic caution, unknown but hope for. Lost my grandpa without drum circles to past legacies. His sunset plate sunrise, so what's ahead of me? Eyes planted in tomorrow's soil. Won't let this precious cargo spoil Cause now I'm a generation away from elder seat The heat is sweltering The precious things as the lash of violin strings A jack of all trades Posted by all his beanstalks That overgrow path is where his dreams walk Machete in hand Hope his boys are ready to land on feet With plan to succeed I packed each of their backpacks With a small piece of me to reference in times of need I just wanna harvest the fruits of my seeds I've never been so horrified for a life other than me Cause I can only wait and see what their lives are gonna I be, yeah gentlemen we are back back we're gonna get into the uh the meat of this episode right now and what this is we have the meat we are <laughs> dropping takes we're like armies mm. of podcasts we got the meats we got the shakes and we got the takes the See, i don't so, think my takes are gonna be all that like crazy well, but we'll i see. gotta hear I y'all mean, you never know you might be yeah. out here just throwing molotovs not even know <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so the premise here is each of us has two takes. Yes. We're going to do two rounds going through. We're going to time them to keep them kind of short. Um, I was thinking originally eight minutes, but since we're already at an hour into this podcast, yeah, maybe we go five minutes each. Sure. So eight, that's another 40 minutes of takes right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to have that much to try. To- okay. Well, we'll, we'll cap it at five though. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. So. I'll, I can keep the clock going. Does anybody do want to volunteer to go? I'll first? go first. How about that? Okay. Oh, All right, here we clock go. ready. Yeah, clock ready. Takes a pretty pedestrian. And okay. three. All right. Hit him. Go. Go. Yeah. Um, 1995 is the most unbelievable, incredible year for just music in the last however many fucking years, and it's a year we don't think about, but. In a rap sense, like I named my fucking album 96 Mentality, right? I was looking at 95 and how it's like the first year that the 90s become the 90s, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense, right? So I was looking at like pop albums. Ready for this? Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, Infinite Sadness, Bjork, Post, Elliot Smith, Self-Titled, Oasis, What's the Story of Morning Glory, PJ Harvey, Bring You My Love, Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill, the Verve, Garbage, Massive Attack, Tricky, Foo Fighters, Radiohead, The Benz, Ben Folds 5, Self-Titled, President of the United States of America. Fucking unbelievable shit, right? That's not even the rap. The rap albums, Master Ace, Sitting on Chrome, The Roots, Proceed, I mean, uh, Illadelph, Old Dirty, Showbiz at AG, Smith & Wesson, Brown Sugar D'Angelo, Cuban Links, G Rap four five six KRS self titled shit Fat Joe Cypress Hill Liquid Swords Goody Mob Group Home The Nonce A Z Mike Geronimo Loonies This year is fucking incredible across the board, and so my take was 
if you were making music on a major label in 1995, you were going to make some fucking great shit. That's all I got. I okay. can't disagree with that. No <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's no, no argument. It's not much to argue with. <laughs> yeah, like when you list those records, like well, yeah, yeah, that's like, you probably not even it. all of them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, yeah, like I like, like hidden years. Is one you of got like like years. Dog Pound, LL, Mr. Smith, Dos Effects, Hold It Down, um, uh, what's it called? Far Side, Lab Cabin, mm, Jodeci. Wow, you're you know, sick. You know after party joint. Diary of a Madman. Now the next one, the show to after party joint. Oh, okay. Go to hotel it's, it's becoming more regular how great the musical output is yeah it's right. become, these are like two three years four years in a row you know where it's it's solidifying that oh man this ain't a fluke they thought it was yeah. gonna die in like 89 91 right you know what i'm saying like and even onyx all we got is us is out that year Ooh. junior mafia now we're in 95 so now we're 10, 10 12 years into this thing and it hasn't gone away so it's definitely annoying people at this point yeah, yeah but tupac it, me against the world that came out it's also like at a point where the artists aren't aren't overindulgent yet in having mm. like lost their inspiration, but now they have budgets because they point. They sell and it's like take time to explore. Yeah. You even cash. have like no doubt dropping yeah. that year. That album's fucking gigantic. You know, like Tragic Kingdom, like that shit's out. I mean, it's just mm. it's really insane to think about all of these things happen at the same time. And it's like but it's not it but no one talks about it and everyone's always like oh the fucking 60s you know what i mean like fuck that 95, a lot of the dude. rock you talk yeah. about right it's like a lot of first records right mm -hmm. and a lot yeah. of the hip-hop is third records right so yeah yeah this is a time where like hip-hop was sort of like i wonder if it was on its trajectory down at this right. point we just didn't know it i'll bring your mic like, down they kind of that. At that x where it's like rock is coming up because by the by the late 90s, like rock kind of took over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there, it was help with some rock rap, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, it was them. awful, but like just they know that that worked. Yeah. You know it was like, like Rage Against the Machine. Here we go. Here we go. I mean, uh, I mean, ju just even having like AZ, Do or Die, Mike Geronimo, The Natural. GRAF four five six albums that don't stack up like in the greatest pantheon of shit, but get love. Mm -hmm. But when you're like, they all came, but they all came out the same year. You know what I mean? Like it was such a good year that people thought that outside of the GRAF album, people thought Mike Geronimo and AZ were letdowns. That's, yeah. that's my point. That's yeah. my point. Like we've talked about Mike Geronimo and the, with Gang about how cool the album is, but it's like. Dude, even like The Shining, we did a whole episode on on that. Like that came out beginning of the year along with like fucking uh, the, the Roots, Do You Want More? Like that's the beginning of the year. Yeah. And then you hit like Raekwon in the summer. But then you have like Sitting on Chrome. Like that's in there too. Like that's crazy. It's a crazy fucking year. And Old Dirty is there. You know what I mean? Like, and like, the, like I said, the West Coast, the Nantz, Dog Pound, Tupac, like loonies operation stackola god bone thugs east 99 eternal comes out with crossroads hmm. that shit is hit i was looking at i was like man that, that year was just unfucking real and like again with the rock side it's like yo you get like the best bjork album you get one of the best pj harvey records one of the best elliot smith joints the biggest oasis album like that shit is nuts man well, they still have like tricky and minutes. massive attack and doing all that shit what's up time yeah, it was way past five minutes. Sorry. No, we yeah. just hit five minutes. Look at that. Your point. Not bad. <laughs> Look at that. I stopped it at one second.
Look at that. I appreciate so it. Hear the alarm. All right. Who's next? All right. Um, <coughs> anybody want to jump in or I, I could go? Okay, man. Just roll it out. All yeah, right. Just roll. So he, here's my take. The people that are upset about Kanye are bigger idiots than the people that care about Kanye. <laughs> Go on. So okay. he, yeah. Here's what here's my thoughts on that. Yep. The only people that care about Kanye care about Kanye, like the current iteration of Kanye, mm-hmm. care about Kanye because of how much he upsets the people Everyone that else. get upset about Kanye. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's really just like pure own the lib shit. Right. The second they stop getting upset about Kanye, nobody gives a fuck about Kanye anymore. That is true. Like legit, like nobody cares about him anymore. So the fact that people are letting things that a person going through an obvious mental break is saying upset them to the point that they're upsetting them <laughs> to the fact that it's nonstop 24 seven media coverage is more detrimental than actually the people that support him because the people that support him only do that to upset you. Yes. Every, everything about him is, is the cash. And I had to talk about this today. Everything about him is to be a contrarian only child, like fuck the orthodoxy vibes from the beginning. Yeah. He's always been that way. Always. So it's like, it's like, oh, you, you motherfucker, you can't rap. He's like, oh, really? Watch me. I'm going to stand on fucking top of desks and rap. You know what I mean? It's always been like like reverse psychology bullshit from the beginning. You know what I mean? So, Don't tell me what I can't do. One of those <laughs> guys. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, so where we are now with it, it's like I was texting. I forget who it was. I was just saying, like, what 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 does he mean to the overall journalist, writer, media economy? Like, how much does he generate? So much. You know what I mean? Like, the same way, like, when LeBron was, you know, when, when he first left Cleveland, and they talked about, like, how it was, like, a fucking ghost town. Like, the like the downtown economy got destroyed because he wasn't playing for the Cavs anymore. <laughs> it's like, what are they? Because, like, now that Trump is gone, they have nothing else to talk about. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's like, a perfect, Trump like. lost all of his social media right. outlets. So he's, like, he's, like, like, like the fucking, like. Like like them like junkies trying to scrounge anything they can to get that hit back. Like he's the new Trump. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's it's crazy because I had a Kanye take too. Okay. Um, maybe I'll I'll just piggyback off of off of you. Um, but should we really be as mad just at him? because of the shit that he's done like because if you really if you really like think about everything that has transpired with him all the shit that he said over the years as soon as he does this now we want to cancel him completely now everybody's pulling out when he said when he said slavery was a choice nobody was pulling their money you know what i'm saying when he's when he's when he said that like my issue is more with the businesses that support him when he was denigrating black people mm-hmm. and they still gave him money. He got more contracts after that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, who's really, who's really the, the problem. I think mm-hmm. they both are, you know what I'm saying? In the grand scheme of things, I think Kanye, he's saying some shit that he shouldn't be saying whether he has 
you know, whatever his reasoning is, yes, you know, whatever. But at the same time, we're looking at all these companies pulling out now that he said something anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. But when he was saying shit that was anti-Black. He got, he got a new deal with Gap. He, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> when he was saying shit that was anti-Black, they was giving him fucking money. So how are we, how, how long are we going to allow, and this is more, you know, me speaking as a Black man. How long are we going to allow people to denigrate us in an open forum and still fucking support them. Like I'm really thinking about getting rid of all of my fucking Adidas shoes just because of this, not because they took their contract away from Kanye, but when they did it. Mm. Mm. Castro, can you hear us? Cause this is, this is the, the exact conversation we had today. Like that's, that's what, that's the thing that kind of pisses me off about the whole thing. Kanye is going to be Kanye. Kanye has been Kanye since Kanye has been in the fucking industry, but, <laughs> These companies are the ones that are really showing their true colors. It's not necessarily Kanye. Mm. So how long are you going to keep buying Gap? How long are you going to keep buying Balenciaga? How long are Mm -hmm. you going to keep buying Adidas? These people that supported someone that denigrated your people. Mm. You follow the fool fool until the fool fools you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so now that he's crossed and we all know, and Mm -hmm. if we don't know, when you cross that anti-Semitic line, people come in from the valleys people that had nothing to say about any of the other disrespectful and um caustic things that he had to say here they come you know like on some on some real shit when he was fucking threatening pete davidson's life they didn't pull their fucking money you know what i'm saying like and they're so and it was you and in that point you know what i didn't like is you were watching a man have a mental breakdown yes on live tv Mm-hmm. For and the world talk, we talk reality TV. This is this is prime time reality TV. You're watching mental breakdown as it happens. Maybe we'll see him um carving uh, crosses into bullets. Maybe mm-hmm. he's been live streaming. Maybe we'll see him blow his damn head off. We 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 just miss Kurt Cobain doing it. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll see this one do it. And yeah. that, and you know what I'm saying. And so yeah, when he was talking all this, sh- when he was on his um what I call it his Cosby shit, yeah. He was running his mouth any way he could about what black people didn't do and this, that, and the third, and how we, you know, we we weren't standing up for ourselves and why aren't we shooting for these positions? And then he finally admitted it. So I'm glad a lot of this came out because to me, the bottom line, when he finally admits, I sympathize with the single white male. He said it. And mm-hmm. and he said it now where the single white cis male is supposedly the most oppressed person on the planet right now. <laughs> they are carrying the big <laughs> oppressive flag and mm-hmm. they are the most marginalized and victimized. They're getting punched in public just for being a free thinker. They're they're so they're so downrodden. I've never seen winners not know how to win. Just yeah. that's just me. When you're winning and you don't know you're winning and everything still goes your way, and oh my god, I just it really baffles me. But that's why he's saying that because mm-hmm. he thinks he rolls with them. But but the, but again, he is nothing more than the glorified Herschel Walker, where they don't love you, homie. Right. Mm. Just a mascot with dark skin while they got a hand up your ass to talk bad about other dark skinned people mm-hmm. that they don't have their hand up their ass. That's what you are. And yeah, when yeah. they're finished with you, they'll roll you out. Because I'm sorry if you don't notice, Kim Kardashian's kids ain't black no more. Mm. Ain't talking that no more. Neither <laughs> she. She ain't black no more. Oh, they mm. finished. They've they've done they've done their they've done their time. And now they're moving on. All right. <laughs> they're moving on. <laughs> 
She's showing the inside of her palms all the time now. There's no all the extra tanning is not even happening no more. What's happening? <laughs> And, and then to flip it, Kanye is so hard. I hurt my back. His oh. kids weren't black until she left you. Now mm. you're saying she got four black kids. They weren't black before. I don't know mm. if he wanted them to be. I don't know what, what he was calling them, but I noticed he didn't bring up their race at all. It was North in mm. Chicago. Chicago. And Saints and, and, Saint and surrogates. Yep. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> do your thing, Dad. Do your thing. Do your dance, Daddy. You know what? My, my, my favorite thing real quick was the I, got, I, didn't, I didn't watch the Drink Champs thing. The clip of when he said something about like, you know, Chicago and all these fucking things and people need support. And Dory just goes, but, but we said straight facts. What are you doing to support Chicago? <laughs> like that was the only thing he checked them on was just like wait 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 and what that's you that's that when you you dropping that classic old dirty bastard line what me nothing yeah, I don't do shit <laughs> nothing. I don't do shit I'm not do doing shit, shit. for my I community mean, again shit. to me uh, and uh, you know this my big underlying problem again is when things are coming up in this issues of social nature. Why do we care what LeBron says? Why do we care yeah. what Kanye yes. says? Yeah. Why aren't there leaders like they used to be in the 60s that weren't preachers? Right. Because now when you do something, you want to get paid for it. Back mm-hmm. then, people were out on the corners on their own soapbox. That's why they call it soapbox preacher, because you had a box. You stood mm-hmm. up on it. Nobody was paying you. There was mm-hmm. no sharp tones yet, but they yeah. came along. And now that because it's a cash and carry business, it's not lucrative enough to be a yeah. leader. Them Ferguson young boys that was doing their thing, they got they got wiped out and then the Black Lives Matter organizational thing came in. But when mm-hmm. them cats was doing real grassroots movement, they weren't picking up no steam. So, again, the fact that we go to them and look mm-hmm. to them as authorities on these things is folly. It's total yeah. folly. And we're totally being lemmings let off the fucking cliff because I'll be damned if I care what Kanye has to do with social policy when right now he's getting raped by Candace Owen and her husband. And oh that's all God. that is. Every point he's making is a point. From that stupid ass George Floyd. No, he's thinking freely by that's saying what she and says. He, and he's that's but a wait a minute. Thinker, she guys. didn't say it. She's the ill grifter, but you don't catch her saying this stuff. It's in right. the doc. That's what they say. Well, go to the doc. There's, <laughs> play, there's alternative facts in there. Fuck out of here. Suck a dick. And so that's what's happening. And you and now you're taking the fall for it. Now you're not a billionaire anymore, you damn idiot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But that's so. that's that was my kind of initial point of like, he's only valuable to those people. Because he's pissing you guys off. Yes. And the people that are buying their shit are Mm -hmm. only buying it because he's pissing you guys off. Exactly. Correct. Everything is a middle finger to the other side. You don't be weaponized contrarianism. We're about 50 minutes over on that one. Well, we combined two takes, so we went a little long. That's not bad. Fair enough. I like it. So, all right. Who's next? (sighs) Castro, I guess, because the logic kind of jumped one in, right? Yeah. (laughs) All right. So. I got two. One is a little minor, and I'll have to explain it. Just hit one right now. Yeah, but so let's see. Um, I'll do the major one second, the minor one first. Okay. Okay. Pen and pixel art was a lot more thoughtful and artistic (laughs) than the design team at Duck Down Records. Duck Down Records Records has some of the most awful, (laughs) disgustingly lazy, painful album art that gets worse when you open up the insert. It only gets worse. Oh, maybe it gets better because let me let me let y'all in on something. It goes. So this is the 90s. So 
these these inserts open up into big posters. Twelve of panel more joints. horrible yep. art. Twelve panels. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go. Let's let's look at exhibit A. The Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. Original okay. gun clappers. So Any we already bill? have the alliteration and the spelling, and I'm not going to get into it because it, it is an ebonical choice. But when you really lean into all your S's and Z's, when you really go there, you try to have, in my opinion, basic slang words that are easily translatable to somebody who doesn't even know English. When you read Empire Strikes Back, you shouldn't be having the same feelings of going through a stroke when you try to figure out what the hell these words are, if you will. <clears throat> Give me two seconds to find OGC. Oh, they're not even going to call it. There they go. There they go. Oh, my God. What, Empire great. Strikes Back? The, the, the lamest cover in the history of fucking rap? Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. It's, it's the wrong way. I'll just give me two That's seconds. So great. Okay, so here we great. go. The yeah. Empire Strikes Back. I want two of y'all <laughs> right now. Because we have more. We have way more evidence. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Right. I want two of you because I don't even have to talk about pen and pixel. Because if you just look at Mr. Servant's album covers, plural, mm. they already are winning. Mr. Yes. Servant. Okay. This, Skullduggery, dog. I, I want somebody here to tell me. We're going to we have two, two, two tests here to, to further prove my point. How do you think they spelled empire? A logic? Mm. Take a stab at it. Uh, <laughs> E-M. No. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Incorrect. M. I just looked it up. So. Dash. <laughs> pyre. M and Alaska pyre? cheated, so I'm not going to ask him. Right. Zilla. Yes. How do you think they spelled strikes? Well, as a person who owned this CD, it's S H R I K E Z. Shrikes. Ding, ding, ding. Shrikes. <laughs> Shrikes that you might bite your damn tongue if you try to pronounce it the way they got it spelled there. And then back is regular. Right. Thank so, you. So well, I mean, anybody. They, they spelled original. With original, original, gun, G U N N, clappers. Okay, so alliteration and the spelling that's only that's a style choice. Okay, sure. So, as we look, that group looks like fetal alcohol. As we look at the album cover, Hennyville, this reeks of we can't locate any of the members of original gun clappers, and the album art is due in the morning, it's 8 p.m. You're going to get fired if you don't do something. Barry, Stan, and Becky, you're going to be here because I'm going home. This is Drew Hot talking. That's Drew and when I come here at 7 in the morning, I better have some prints and proofs on my desk. There are some photo shoots. I don't know who shot them. I don't even know if we paid the guy. So you better use them and cut them out with your hands oh and scan them into the computer tonight and get busy. It's it's nothing like I think they even have the um one of the Black Moon albums. There's like this negative moon behind yeah, it's, them. It's like uh, what yeah, the it's hell is good. going it's on? Good. As opposed to pen and pixels, the attention to detail. The oh. bears, there, wasn't there a cover where there were two bears? Playing yeah, it's like bears with gold chains on and shit. With, with, with fedora hats. I mean, come on. Even even Snoop gamers to be told not to be sold covers. Crazy. There's so much. What going about on the OGC, there. the storm cover? I mean, now that's there, at least there, like, there's a little no, that's kind of charming. It's kind of a little charming. Some a little like they're 
I, you know, they're the cliff in the storm. I don't know. There's a lighthouse. The, the, the OGC letters on different heights in the waves. <laughs> <laughs> but there's at least like detail. Like Shrike's back is like three dudes in fucking Anichi rugby's just walk into a fucking photo shoot and Insane. walk out like nothing happened I mean, that's like three my cd i made at home out in front of fat beats yo white background <laughs> everybody's done those photo shoots all right man we pull a white sheet up nobody gonna know we could we could put graphics back there everybody's oh been so good oh, we could put stuff back there oh my goodness and actually the artwork doesn't get good until that chosen few album where they're all in the um oh the basketball shit basketball stuff well that was like have, six years after that because then we have another classic album when we have one of the greatest name changes of all the hip hop, the Coco Brothers. Oh, that's album horrible. As the Rude Awakening Brothers, cover? The oh, Rude Awakening. No, I not the cover, Zilla. The cover is baby food. I want to get into the trough of shit that is the other side of the cover where they're all in a cup of coffee. hot chocolate coffee yeah. oh. with women scantily clad and they're yes. all falling out of the coffee oh, cup or just... hot chocolate cup. Chai. Well, what does that have to do with awakening <laughs> rudely? What are we doing here? Do you even know what your album looks like until you go to Sam Goody? Oh, this is what the album looks like. Yo, still look at this. No, that's not how my album's release is gonna come. I need to see that. I need to oh prove that. And I don't know if that's my time. Yeah, but you go time. look at Pen and I let Pixel. you run with it because it was fun. There it that is. Was, that was a fun one. All, All right. right, there you have Listen, it. I, I hated Pen and Pixel so much in the moment. But I have I have no qualms. But your argument is is locked airtight. Thank you. It is fantastic. Boom shakalaka shablam blam bloom. Give those people the respect. I watch the documentaries. Three white yes. boys. They had a whole program, and because of the rate of releases for No Limit, that's why they made the art that way with the template, so they can keep up. They were right. dropping a record a goddamn week, mm. and any graphic artist knows that that's a headache. That's like working for fucking uh, Disney Plus and Marvel units. <laughs> Someone just recently posted the Black Star Pen and Pixel cover, which is pretty great. <laughs> I remember that. Joke. Oh yeah, the um, I'm the hater players that yeah. alternate yeah. cover there. That yep. is, it's sitting in the beach chairs. That's that's a, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's that's funny. It's a good, good, good full ass. Yeah, look at that. Make my argument. So that was that was your make light my joint. argument yeah. the people. Yeah, because my other one is pretty, pretty deep. Okay. At least I think it will be for some people, listeners mainly, not necessarily y'all to find you. All right, so you hit us with your second. All right, my 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 second one is if you just play all their songs front to back, fuck fuck albums and grouping it, you just put this person's catalog and press play and this other person's catalog press play. Schoolboy Q has a better catalog than Kendrick Lamar. Oh no. Wow. Oh, oh Jesus. Go. Go, ahead, go ahead. Go right ahead, brother. <laughs> Schoolboy Q does not have to inspire a generation he doesn't have to be the voice of anything he doesn't have to be the conscious of anything he can just be a fucking really fun cool rapper and just go into places about being a drug addict selling drugs getting bitches drunk doing whatever he wants to do he doesn't have that weight on him so when you think about the kendrick if you're not in the mood to sit in a social studies class you don't really want to listen to kendrick lamar I when disagree. you would just have a good fucking time, you just press play on Schoolboy Q, you're having a fucking blast. So, crash talk, you said? Crash talk. Mr. Morale the Big Steppers? But more the least, than, the least more important than, event album of all time. The most non event talk? event no. album 
ever made. One and then to pimp a butterfly, like, are we really going to have this discussion about to pimp We don't a need butterfly. to because we all know that you're absolutely fucking wrong. Thumbs but down. My, exactly. my, I digress. Thumbs Wait, I digress. So which, which person has to take that it's a ripoff of Equemini? Which, that's what I said. Wait, which, which, what is a ripoff of a butterfly? Uh, uh, a logic. School the racial Q, lines have press been play. <laughs> You press play on the Schoolboy Q discography and walk away. You press play on the Kendrick Lamar discography, walk away. And then when, when you, you come back, you're like, room, wow, you the most skips say, was actually Kendrick Lamar's discography. Why is Wait, Crash if you're Talk walking playing? away, who's skipping? Well, that's true. I, I didn't mean it like that. I mean, like, not to just oh, sit man. there and be like, oh, here's it's the album. to Crash Talk. Let me run come back on, into the bro. living room. Oh, mm. uh, uh, Habits and Contradictions, Oxymoron, Blank Face, fucking all bangers. Setbacks. Oh, what, Casher, when's the last time you played Section 80? Never. When's the last time you played the Pimp and Butterfly? Can I Never. answer the question? You listen no, to Mr. Morale one time. You listen to Mr. Morale once that we get a drop and never gave a fucking good. You never played Mr. Morale again. Pimp and Butterfly. Yes, I do, brother. You never played Mr. Morale. I do. I play that joint with the girl. Section 80, you don't give a fuck. You crazy? You crazy? The horn joint? You crazy? That's two songs on Section 80. Section 80 got two joints, bro. Come on, brother. Man, you don't know me. You don't know my life. You don't know my life. Section 80 got two joints. You don't know my life. You don't know my life. Mortis is crazy and ADHD. You don't know my life, brother, man. You don't know my life, man. I can't. You don't play no Mr. Morale. Been on the K-Dot. Been on the K-Dot. I put you on the K-Dot. I put you on the K-Dot. I can't agree. No, Jeff Weiss put me on the K-Dot. And then when you got to Pimp a Butterfly, I was like, oh, you're off your rocker. So I'll let you go. Butterfly. I'll let you live where you're at. I'll let you live where you're at. It's actually the blackest record he has. And it's totally out of your depth. And okay, we already established man. that after you listen to like three tracks. I said, this ain't for you. I told you. Oh, my this God. ain't for you. This I'm going to listen to it anyway. I right, told man. you it wasn't right. for you. And then when you, when you listen to it, then you realize this ain't for me. Uh, to, to, to Pimp a Butterfly is my favorite Kendrick record. <sighs> Speak on it. Tell him, man. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, uh, Now, I wasn't a fan of Section 80. At all, I still can't really listen to it. Rigor Mortis is cool. There's some cool joints on it, but as a record, I can't listen to it. But I, I've, I've listened to every Schoolboy Q record once. Seriously, we and I listened you. to Mister Morale yesterday. That's and I've feel, been I'm listening sorry for you. I'm, I'm sorry you dropped. did that to yourself. I, I'm, I no, wish you but could. but but <laughs> I I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. And and the thing about you know, like feeling like he has to inspire a generation, he embraces that. He doesn't, fe- he doesn't feel like I don't think, I don't think necessarily. Maybe now it might be a little more weighty, mm. but I don't think Kendrick went into his career like I'm going to inspire sure. a generation. He I think not. Kendrick makes the music that he makes, and it just so happens that the music that he makes is the music that inspires a generation. It just so happens that Dead Prez made the record that they made to inspire a generation. It just so happens that there's certain records out there that in, and certain artists that make records that inspire generations. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But I, how dare you? <laughs> wow. That's what I was waiting How on. dare wow. you say that Schoolboy Q's catalog oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. is more what? Really? No. He's banging. Their songs are banging. He's the got production. The production shit. in Kendrick's catalog puts the production in Schoolboy's catalog to shame, in my opinion. I don't know, man. As far as as far as where it goes, 
as far as the musicality of it, as far as the the stretching of what hip hop is today, and Kendrick is making the music that he, I I just can't I can't see how. I'll say this, you know, Cash knows I'm I'm a good kid and damn die hard. Those are my shits, right? Damn like, is my else, least. Damn yeah, is my I, least favorite. Well, like, well, after, well Section Eighty is my least favorite, but Damn is like next to se- Section Eighty as far as my least favorite. And unreleased, unmixed joint. That, that oh, yeah, that's not really even canon, but yeah, that, that joint's people, got people some discussion that on it. Go ahead, Z. I just, I just when I listen to Schoolboy, I'm just like, he just makes great fucking rap songs. They're not, they're not uplifting. They're not weighty you don't do college classes on this shit they don't do documentaries about that shit but i just press play i'm like this guy's just a fucking really really good rapper so you want to turn your brain off when you listen to yeah i don't want to go to social studies class when i listen to rap i don't go to that that's not my thing anymore and 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 maybe that's why that's why for me it's different because like i i listen to rap i listen to rap for fun too but i listen to rap for what they're telling me what they're talking to me about I don't just listen for fun most of the time. Like most of the time I'm listening to get something out of what I'm listening to as opposed to just putting on a record just to put on a record. See, well, that's why you're a logic. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) We're at time for that one. Uh, I will add that I've never listened to Schoolboy Q. Um, I knew that was coming. Dynamite, because, dynamite stuff content. Not because content. for any reason other than I think his name is stupid. All right. Well, <laughs> listen, listen to <laughs> that's that's someone named Alaska. Way Alaska. <laughs> L- listen to Blank Face LP tomorrow. It's a good I, record. I don't feel like my life has been any worse not hearing a school. <laughs> don't listen to Crash. Listen, li- but listen, listen to Blank Face. Now, there's a, there's a corny he's Kanye joint you can it. skip. He's not. He's not. I'm he, not listening to. He's not listening to. Listen to what we're what saying. else you doing? He's not listening to what we're saying. We're gonna play Iron Maiden again. Record. Come on, bro. Play some yeah, Schoolboy yeah. in your life. I don't need right. Schoolboy in my life. I'm good. All right. I've heard so much rap music in my life. Schoolboy Q is not gonna change anything for me. <laughs> the minute you stop being curious about younger new rappers, the minute I listen to just... plenty of younger new rappers. I just don't need to listen to Schoolboy Q. That dude's like 40 now. He's not young. <laughs> no, he's not. He's like 30. He's been I'm out 40. for 15 years already. Yeah, he came out of fucking tw- 19. Okay, so he's 35, 36. I don't so it's Kendrick. Care. You think Kendrick's 22? He's not like fucking what's his name? Oh, uh, Casher. What was that dude? Oh, I'm he was he was like perpetually like a 19 year old prospect in basketball when he was like 20. People were always like, oh, he's only he's only 23. Todd Baker. <laughs> who, who was the kid on the little league team? Like Danny uh Danny Almeida. Danny Almonte. Oh yeah, Danny Almonte. Oh, yeah, he's, like, oh, he's only he 16. He was like 29 and shit. Yeah. He's supposed to be 12 because he had like a full beard. <laughs> Todd Baker. Hilarious. All right. So oh, this is great. My second take. This is a quick one, and it's not specific to rap music, but since we're talking rap music, I'm going to say, but I actually feel this for all music. Live music is the worst way to listen to music. Um, it depends on who you Keyword listen to. Keyword is listen. So I, are we talking about like retention? Like, no, just you know listen to it. Like it's it's not the, you know. So do you mean like, like listening to a band's live album? I mean, going to a live show and listening to music. Mm. is the worst way to listen <laughs> see my counter to that on the immediate tip is there's a mike eagle song called the processional that sounds incredible live but it sounds a little muted recording and mm-hmm. i think there's some joints um another joint that comes to mind is the hunger um with kanye and common song 
that they mm-hmm. did a live version on the Chappelle show. Oh, I and hate that co- version. The food. Yeah, the food. Oh, yeah, food, no, the food. Yeah. And the Sounds recorded so version is, is, is really like toothless. So I think there is something to be said. And I because I, I came up on the roots. I was here when they were like um, doing their thing. But th- see, Okay, I'm and, saying and listen I, versus experience. No, also, I'm, I, but I'm also I'm also speaking from personal experience. When I first started, like getting my feet wet in this thing and having consistent um, performances and stuff, I didn't have a DJ. I had a live band, so a lot of our stuff was translated a into live band form, and then b a lot of our pre- stuff that we actually beats that were getting made were getting made with a band in mind because mm-hmm. we always had to perform it that way. So. I have a mixed feeling because then I feel like, all right, so one time we did this show and it was opening for Bone Thugs. It was like a heavily attended show. It was at TLA. And we did this weird thing where the first two tracks we did, because we did them in a professional studio, we did those over tracks. Ah. And then, and then we stopped. But we didn't, this is before people up there triggering and stuff. We didn't have like a, a Fort Minor, whatever the fuck that group is. I can't remember. Right now. Lincoln Park set up. <laughs> mm-hmm. We didn't have all these machines. So, we had somebody in the back play the tracks. We did those two tracks. And then the band started playing. And it was a weird dichotomy performance. It didn't blend the way we wanted to. <laughs> like the, the tracks were one sound and then the band was another because the mics were set up. So I, I I can see what you're saying, but I'm on the fence because I've had experience at both. And and um and I've also had experience of doing something live, going to the studio, fucking it up, recording it, and having something dope in the studio, doing it with a band. And fucking it up because all we have is a keyboard player who plays jazz keys and he won't just play dun, 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 but he wants to do, 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 you know what I'm saying? And so yes. Uh, so I'm right, I'm with you on on both sides of the fence though. But I think it depends on who you're listening to. I think it depends on whose show it is, whether it's great live or if it's great, even just to listen to, not to experience. I understand, I understand what you're saying yeah. as far as the difference. Um I think if you're in a place that has great sound and everything is mixed correctly, then it can sound really good. Sure. Hearing Erica Badu live is a great listen. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been to multiple Erica Badu, Jill Scott shows Ooh. where listening to them live has been a more intense listen than even just listening to the songs recorded. So I, I think it just depends on the artist and it depends on the sound system that they're on, whether it's bad or if it's good. Cause you know, we on some hip hop shit. So we've been, we've heard some shitty fucking sound systems. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But we've and also we've been played on some really good ones as well. And we've so been we, convinced of beats that were played loud in a certain studio. That yep. We thought they were good until we and went And that home. didn't translate live. Yeah, we went home, you know what I'm saying? So I think, I think, it, I think it, it, it it can be a yes and no with that with that take. Okay, <laughs> in my opinion, yeah, you know no, that, and that's fair. That's all this is anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm I'd much rather hear a record than hear go to. I I don't even like going to shows anymore, to be honest with you. So there's um, that part of your argument too about the experience of the show because there is. There, I no, said, I mean we, there is like when you catch like a really good show, it's like a full like body experience. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's like the difference between smoking and eating mushrooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So it's like. But then there's also like some shows that are drag to go to. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's hot. Like your, your artist doesn't come on. in the whole time. Like who the fuck yeah, wants to that. stand that long? Dude. Oh, my your, God. Oh, the person waiting for the six artists. 
yeah. going up. Like is it, a lot of time you can't even go to the show and just let me go see who I want to see. You kind of yeah. got to get there a little ahead of time. Sometimes mm-hmm. that there's a hassle. Yeah. Of, I understand why I used to get really drunk at every show I went to because you couldn't mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't matter the genre. It was just like I'm just gonna drink back here while this is going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would smart. only drink at certain type of shows and smoke cigarettes. Yeah, but other shows I would be right in the front. So yeah, I would. I would pick and choose. All right, I'm at my time. Uh, um, Logic, you want to hit us with your second one? All right. So my second one might be. Uh... Kind ruffle some feathers ruffle some feathers <laughs> i did it was great content <laughs> all right so my my second take um is that without premier guru we never would have heard him Ooh, i concur Ooh, he's saying I mean, I jasmine Taz is not worth it <laughs> <laughs> that's what my man like said. i think i think guru was a great rapper over premier production other than that, without premiere production. But it's so hard to think that because it doesn't exist without premiere. Like, what do we have of his early? But that's exactly. but that's my point. Mm. That's my point. Without premiere, there would be no guru. Wow. Without premiere, we wouldn't guru as a rapper without premiere wouldn't exist in our minds. That's fair. Yeah, mm. I th- I think he's. What was always interesting to me about Guru was that he was he was literally a person I would never name drop or consider as like one of the you titans list of them, rap. You wouldn't put him in a list if you said I wouldn't. Like type 10. Because no, to me, wait, it was when like they gangstar, say voice, it was like he's in the gangstar. top five, though. Not for me, but I respect okay. it, but but he's yeah. not. But when I listen to Gangstar, I love the records with the exception of the owners, which is really bad. But he's he's the main guy driving the ship, right? But mm. I would never be like, oh, who's the best out? I would never say guru because I just would always stick him only in that space. I would never look at him as like an MC on his own. But here's the he's irony too, of that. He's too married to premiere for me. Here's the irony that I, yes, son, sonically, there is a marriage with Zilla saying, but premiere's told us time and time again, he used to come up with all the track titles, the ideas. So, right. But premiere had to make the fucking greatest beats. But like without, without Premier, Premier even says he barely came up with, with, with song ideas and titles. He didn't come up with any concepts. Mm. So it's just Premier in a basement banging away without, you know, Guru literally made him into songs. But Premier made Mass Appeal. Right. But, that it, but it, Mass Appeal is called <laughs> Mass Appeal in the hook. Yeah. Right. But that beat is like Mass Appeal. But if Mass Appeal was over a different beat from someone else that wasn't on premiere's level but the lyrics were the same it probably wouldn't be a classic song no and if that beat was on illmatic it would still be a classic beat <laughs> that's my point like listen to group right. home like group home living beat, proof bro like right. you don't you don't need the most incredible fucking mcs when but, you have the right era of premiere locked in but we don't know again because it's, it's hard with the evidence what another mc would sound like over that era of so, so let's talk about this other than J. Rue. What's one, memorable, what's one memorable guru guest verse? Exactly. Um, I liked him on uh on fucking Dwick. on blowout comb. But did he actually drop that. a whole verse on blowout comb? Yeah, he did actually. Yeah. Okay, so then, I thought um, he was like uh the way Dwick is his best feature. But that's that's but his Dwick own song. Yeah, he's record. featured on that song. That's not his song. No. That's, that's <laughs> a, a gangstar song. Yeah, no, he's featured yeah, on his own song. Yeah, he's exactly. Yeah, he's it's a nice literally the feature. Uh, on that song. <laughs> exactly. Oh, he was on. Um, he's like gangsta featuring. Google. Oh, he's he's on Patty Duke. 
Yeah, but he, but he doesn't rap on that either. Verse. Yeah, he just Run does. Wait, what trenches. is he doing, Patty? Oh, he just does the trenches. trenches. Yeah. yeah, but maybe that was his. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, it's th- it's thin. That's what I'm saying. It's thin. Yeah, yeah, like. But Jazzmatize was right. What, what were your thoughts on Jazzmatize? You thought there it was, was a whole like, event. I, I would it? much rather listen to the brand new Heavy's album. With all exactly. The and listen to there was like. Does he have Angie Martinez stuff on Jazzmatize? It's real though. There was, like Stone? There, was like there was like Angie Stone. There was like one joint. Martinez. Angie Stone. There was like one joint. Martinez. There was like one. No, I just watched that Shanti interview with Angie Martinez. So she's all my vibe. Like, there was like one or two joints on Jazzmatazz that I dug, but it wasn't really because of him. It was because, it was because of, of the production. elements. Yeah. It was because and of Weldon the music. Irvine. I think because got Weldon on that. Because yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a jazz dude. You yes. know. Anyway, so you know, you like I like the record. Yeah, I like the record because of the music, not because of him. I could have listened to that record as an instrumental record yeah. and still enjoyed it probably just as much. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what if I'm saying? If you gave Hard to Earn to, like, J. Rue, it's still a fucking great album. But no, but see, now nah, here's the... My, I, 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 because J. Rue got specifically different production from Premier. If you gave it exactly. to Jay-Z. So, give it to Jay-Z. Okay, Jay-Z. Banger. Okay, that's a better... Okay. It's a banger. Yeah. But is Jay Z doing the original? What is Jay doing at that time? Whatever he's doing, it's still going to be a yeah, probably still would be better. Yeah. Fucking yeah. stupid <laughs> as hell. Because you, just, you a, give if you give anyone mass appeal, it is a fucking smash. That yeah. beat Karis one original gun. Karis one smash. <laughs> if you give mass original appeal to Karis one, to yes, the original if, gun clappers. If you give, if you give mass appeal to Karis one who got MCs act like they don't oh, know, Jesus that's Christ. a smash. Karis would have murdered that. Yeah, Karis yeah. yeah. was great on yeah. Yeah. Primo beats. I mean, yeah, God very, damn, very like all of that shit. If you gave it the DOS effects, smash hit. Onyx, smash. And I just want to say be. that my take has nothing to do with the fact that he dissed me to my face, but. Guru <laughs> dish you to your face or yeah. based off what? I'm up to your face and dish you. No, no he, uh, what? I was I, we were at uh Smoky Grooves here in Columbus back in the day. I don't know if y'all remember Smoking Grooves. Yes, I do remember Smoking Grooves. Yes. Um and um yeah, him and Premier were at their merch table and um it was a cipher going on. I stepped in and I actually freestyled. I was I was coming off the head and guru to my face told me like this other dude was freestyling. He he wasn't saying shit, it was whack, in my opinion. And Guru was like, see, I like homeboy over here because you 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 use too many big words. And Man, I'm like, God rest the dead. Motherfucker, I'm a logic, motherfucker. Like, you don't know I was like, name. oh, word. You don't like, know word. I was like, I was like, well, at least Guru dissed me to my face. I got that bad. That's you know, use too many hard. big words. That lets you know Guru would have never signed my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to say. Sorry. To oh, say. that's great. That's a great little <laughs> anecdote. All right. We are at time, but I, I do. I think. One thing that's really telling is Gangstar's considered the greatest group ever, but nobody mm-hmm. ever talks about Guru. Right. As part mm. of, like when you talk about like Outcast being the greatest group, you talk it's about like, who's the better rapper. Yeah. Right. Even Mom Deep. Yeah. Yeah. You don't do it with EPMD because we all know the answer. Mm. <laughs> what, what, what about Run DMC? What's, like the DMC? What's the answer? What's the answer? Oh, who's the better rapper? Yeah, who's even answer? worth it? EPMD is not good until it turned into PMD when he was running around with DJ Honda. It's stuff shady business. Uh, that first nice. PMD record was fucking dope. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was operating record. Was crazy. Yo, okay. side Cause note, because he, he got away from the goddamn weirdo. Yo, side note, I played DOS FX Hold It Down album from the class of 1995. I never heard of that album before. That shit is fucking I have banging. That's oh, yeah, that's a banging. That album is banging. I was like, okay, this is that, that that kicked off my '95 spiel. I was like, wait, 
this came out what else came out like i know of 95 off the head okay raekwon but i was like god damn this shit was stacked so shout out to that man yo that shit is a that that's just a banging ass record and the same thing if you gave if you gave them all the beats from hard to earn that shit is a smash but no people disrespect them because the planet what's what's their individual name what books and Drace? Books and you just listened to it. Uh, in school. Yeah, I always right, knew right. that. Scoob or books? Yeah, it was Crazy Drace. It was Scoob's is backwards. Yo, books is the illest name, bro. These motherfuckers' yeah. name is but books. Scoob and Drace, yeah. Scoob. But a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that. Like, yo, Premier giving they think them their the beat. They think their names are the DOS and effects. <laughs> Premier giving them it's fucking true. the beat for real hip hop. Come, mm. Anybody gets that beat, it's a smash. Same yeah. thing. Like these are ready, ready-made crushing songs. But that 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 again goes to my point. We don't talk about what Guru has done outside of Gangstar. We right. always nope. talk about what Premier has done outside. Uh, of above Gangstar. the clouds, he was a good feature on that one too. But that's on a Gangstar album. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's Dex. See, Dex like the fact that you, the fact feature. that you have him featured on his Those own joint. <laughs> Proving my point. Right, right where you stand. Yeah. Oh, he's a great feature on that. Well, that's fucking Jada Kiss on the black on the gangster. Oh, he has the he has X to the next. That's a great story, Jane. But on my waist, knife in my hand. Sorry. Oh my god. All right. What's up? What's next? It's on you, Cash. Oh, it's on you. You're gonna take us home. You're gonna bring. This your last. Your your deep one. You said. Hold on. I gotta take a pull of this weed, yo. I gotta take a pull of this weed, yo. I gotta take a pull of this weed. Hold on, yo. Let me light it up, y'all. Pair, gang. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look up all the, the all ASMR, the ASMR of the fucking last take. Yeah, let's look up all the gang star features. Guru, I'm just looking up Guru. Yeah, all the Guru features. Oof. Yo, he was on in Living Color, NYPD Blue, and uh, all right. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Even his nickname was terrible. Bullhead Slick. That was his. It was his label. He had a label a called Ball Hits. No one. Terrible. No one called. No one was like, "Yo, who's that down the street? Is that Ball?" Oh, that's slick? that's the same legend. That oh, you know, what that's, you know what that's like. Slick. That's just like they call me Big LA. No, they don't. Big LA. They okay. don't. Nobody's ever called you Big LA, and I already gets mad when you tell them. Oh, that. he was on. Um, he's on. Wait, oh, I remember Big this LA? song. That's what. That's how LL Cool J starts on it. They call me Big LA. He starts um, a rhyme like that, and nobody's ever oh, called him. Well, Nick. What does that even make? What, what nickname is that? L.A. Yo, all, all all of Guru's features are like overseas shit, like Adam F, DJ Cam, Show. That's Claire. when, um, unfortunately, that's probably when Solo like, was controlling. He's on every Snow Goons record. <laughs> DJ Crush, Buckshot LaFunk. I, re- I referenced them earlier. Yeah, he doesn't. He's on Nene Cherry's album. What? Brand new heavies. Yeah, and he's he, he's on the heavy D joint. Uh, last that one. brand Blue new Fun. heavies album is awesome. The one with yeah. the rappers on it. Well, he, but like, he's, he's on. Um, yeah. By uh, Master Ace. Brand Pooba's got a banger on that. Main Source got a banger on that. Yeah. He, he's. he's Yeah. He, you know, he's on Afu Ra, Whirlwind Through Cities on a trilogy of terror. I don't, I don't remember that song. Yeah. None. So basically, right, none. Castro, no big. All right, go for it. Take us home. Big Pun is not as good as everybody thinks he is or says he is. And he's only good because he passed away. Go on. <laughs> Alaska is literally shaking from laughter. He's literally pissed himself. So look, yeah. Looks like fucking Chris so look, right yo, now. People try to get on to this. Uh, you can't say Biggie's one of the best. He only has two albums. Well, uh, Big Pun only has one album. 
Yeah, baby. That's no, no, no. Stop it. Let's stop. Stop. Let's stop it. Let's stop it. Because look, yeah, baby. If you listen, if you listen, if you put headphones on and you listen, you will hear an enormous amount of breathing. Um, yeah, like um, (laughs) caustic horror movie. Um, big uh librarian vampire creature that was guarding the old uh library, the old library of the vampires in the first blade. That creature breathing in every, between every bar so he had they had to punch in every bar because he probably was and i heard he was recording sitting down my thing was he when was i saw mattress bro they, he was recording laying down when i oh. saw him i said yo if he keeps getting big and i felt bad that i said it because i knew it was gonna come true i said yo he's gonna pass away because it wasn't just your obese you're obese and you're a rapper and you're a superstar right. rapper so you have that yes. rapper travel schedule and you're, you're you're at mtv and then you're going to be like you can't do that Nowadays, he would have been sitting in his crib doing all mm. those songs. He wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have been moving. Right. Now, I don't know about his weight, but he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't have had that type of hectic schedule, but it was important for them to tap establish terror squad and all that. But he's just he's good, but they talk about he's like because they can section him off and they say he's like the great one of the great rappers ever, because he's the great Latin rapper ever. So like that makes it go higher. Same way, like Dirk Nowitzki is ranked pretty high because he's He's one of the best international players, but if you just put him with a lot of other players, people might rank him a little lower. And so that's that's what I think what happens with pun. And then when you pass away, all your music is elevated and enhanced, and there's freestyle, um, there's remixes, and people will put the murals up. And you know we do praise our, our hip hop icons the best we can. But I think you know he's okay. He had one good record. Yeah, and the second record is really a struggle it's for me really to because to me it just, it represents death like that's what i think of when i listen to yeah baby he's dying mm. and so i can't like enjoy it or think there's good moments because it's not and it's like i always talk to people about the big pun syndrome because that even happened on the first record on capital punishment if you look at the back they used to do the features in yellow and mm-hmm. every song has a yellow text feature next to it yep like every song needed that um enhancement that addition it started reminding me of like um nigga please with old dirty yeah but you, like, you know you what need, I, I, you need wait wait you need all of these people to help finish even a song mm. you can't do it yourself and so that's to me a warning sign of, of what's worse to come but guys i, I I'm, I'm gonna push back on that only because capital punishment is such a triumph and Whoever was in charge of AR and it, whether it was Loud or Terror Squad or Joe or him, him bouncing off other people for that whole record showed so many sides of him from like super lyrical with thought to you came up with Nori to um Caribbean connection with Wyclef, twins, deep cover. Like he's still the star of the show, the whole album. No, I'm not saying that that wasn't successful. I'm just saying that's a syndrome because not only did he do it, but Fat Joe did it around that time too. Like yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, but, they just but, have but the results are through, right? But the, I just, I'm just saying, like, the results <coughs> are actually great, in spite of, like, you're saying, having features on 80. I mean, dude, fucking Raekwon, Cuban Links, he has like one solo. No, song. I mean, when yeah. it works, it works. But yeah. I'm saying it's a byproduct of a certain type of style of album when you got, got 22 you. tracks and physically you can only get through five, so you're gonna have mm. features filling out tracks. It reminds me of, you know, um, unfortunately, like. When Sean, when Sean P passed, mm-hmm. how much work people don't know that um, Smalls had to do to fill in, to make songs of certain length. Oh, yeah, for 86. And yeah. so when it came to Yeah Baby, like, you know, we don't even know how much they stitched that together. 
those could be disparate versus all over. Well, it's for well for time. that one. I'm sorry, check it out. I'm on the Wikipedia. It said he died two months before it was released, so it it was seemingly finished because back then, you know, there was way but more. His voice sounds so haggard, and he's so much inhaling. That's another oh, yeah. part. His voice sounds haggard. Yeah. What I'm saying is, it just even if that was done way before, he was already losing the capacity, right, to rhyme at a high level. So I don't know if I can call him one of the greatest of no, I, I would I would people never make the argument against Biggie yeah. for only having that. No, I would I would never. I think I think because he died right before the album dropped, and then on that song, he, remember he's like, "I'm trying to live. I lost a hundred pounds." It's like yeah. really fucking sad, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like he meant so much as the first, you know, Puerto Rican Latin, um, platinum dude, and you know, uh, still not players like a huge song and. I feel like the sympathy and the emotion overwhelms people rather than objectively being like, like you said, it's one great album. A lot, lot of great features, man. Like a lot of memorable yeah, features. Yeah. A lot of pizzazz. Yeah, he, definitely, he definitely was on his feature run. I'll give yeah. him that all day. He would come yeah, like on a Band track. from TV. And he has some Fantastic great verses. Four. Yeah. He has some great verses. I'm not taking that from him. But, you know, Cameron has great verses. Yes. Nobody talks about his greatness. I'm serious. You know what I'm saying? Craig Cameron uh, Cam, has some Cam's great way better than Pun. Yeah, he's like. But even... but if but if you ask some people, Z, they will tell you the opposite. Seriously, though, people do right. not it's rank. Just, it's just the emotions. Cam, uh, yeah, it's just the emotion of Pun. You know, that's what Alaska. What it was? <laughs> Alaska. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Weigh in a little bit, brother. I just mean, I quick. think Capital Punishment's way overrated. I knew wow. that was coming. I knew I, that I, was coming. Yeah, that album did not age well. Totally, but. Disagree. but but neither like, did you, neither did neither did we the were crime. talking about does anybody play to pimp a butterfly or mr big step whatever the fuck who when's the last time you played capital punishment last year the chronic the some chronic? of those basis songs you can't play them now they mean they beware beware you play them in your headphones but you know what i'm saying Elena killer but, is crazy but no i'm saying like like realistically okay. when's the last okay. time you listened to that record when was oh. the last time you're like, you know what I need to hear? Capital Punishment. That's hard because there's a lot of records I don't do. Dude, okay. When my son it's was born, I used to sing him the fucking Rain and Sun interlude with Des, Dead Press. Here comes the rain. I love that song. Keep yeah. falling down. Yeah, I love that. I know. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask it to your point. Yeah, I don't. Maybe like. Oh, sorry. Okay. But that's, but that's Tony Sunshine. I'm not to take anything away from him as that's a rapper, Tony Sunshine the instead of. horribly. Yeah. Like a lot of the, like, the guest appearances are whacked. Especially like the Terror Squad dudes are whack. <laughs> um, again, Don, turning over in Don Caragina is my, you know, that's, that's, I'll go. Yeah, there's my, an my argument there. Holding there's an argument one. there. There's an argument there, I, w- I would say. Because I would, yeah, I would probably. I'm not saying it's a bad record. Amazing. I'm just saying it's, it's not the record that people pretend it is. Um, Brother Ill. Yeah. Yeah. You, you <laughs> mum, been oddly mum, quiet. You, you mums the words on this one. <laughs> hey, I mean, I, I, I was never a big pun fan anyway i i liked super lyrical i liked you know tres leches i like i liked a few songs but honestly i don't think i've ever heard capital punishment in full Mm. Mm. you know i mean so like it's not something that i can necessarily speak on but i agree with you because you know like pun I thought he was a dope rapper, but he never made me like, oh, I got to go hear this big pun record, even when it first came out. Like, mm-hmm. I was never like, oh, I got to go hear this pun. Like, I, mm-hmm. I was never on that train. You know what I'm saying? So I agree with you, you know, in that sense. But 
you know, I don't have a good sample size to go on because I never fucking really heard more than two or three <laughs> songs of his. You know what I mean? Yo, it's further proving songs. my it's yes, 24 it's songs on Capital Punishment. It's one of those skits. It's one of those last, but it's one of the last eras of that. Music. Yeah, it's a long record. Wow. Yeah, it, that, it that is. takes like, two It's cities. very, very of that era. It's like, a very, it's the last one of those. Yeah. Yeah. When did it come out? 99? 98, yeah. 98, yeah. 98, yeah. Parental like discretion with Bust is fucking crazy. I don't even remember that. Like, I just, yeah, it is this songs that you get lost in the memory because it's that long. What if right. you're one of those second half cats? Oh, I like the second half of Cat Put. The second half is actually fucking great. The first half is not. So here's another thing because they knew that he might not be long for here. They were trying to stuff that thing as much as they could with his with his um, good competent raps. What do you and mean? And that's by that? that's but that's what where you, you get into like what Joe's motivation was when you got this guy working at this type of pace, but you know it's really not good for him. Are you subconsciously ignoring things? Mm, I, I don't continue. know. I think it's Joe. I think it's the label. I mean, this motherfucker I mean, was yeah. on fire. He was on J Lo Records, man. He was. Huge. I know. I know. I know. Huge, yeah. I know. Yeah. He was. I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like that was like the gift and the curse where somebody of his. What, what, what was going on with him physically, he shouldn't have been on that type of schedule. Right. He shouldn't have been ripping and running and doing all those appearances and stuff like that. He just shouldn't have. But yeah, um, yeah so, um, yeah. you know, I tell y'all, I tell people all the time, when Pun first came out, I got confused because Fat Joe would do these videos, Pun would be on one side and this other big Latin dude would be on the other side. Yeah. And yeah, I thought they were spot. like almost physical props to make Pun look smaller. I make Joe look I smaller. Joe, excuse me, make Joe look smaller in comparison to them too. I, I thought one of the other cats was a booyah trap cat. That's how big he was. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, for real, without the, without the tats and the braids. And I and I was like, okay, so they're trying to make Joe look a little more felt, you know what I'm saying, more sex symbol-y um, by having these two big cats there. And then one day he said, uh, what, what's the joint they did? One over 187 Twins? Yes. That was my deep first cover? Time. Deep cover. Ooh, that was my first time. I was such a big fan crazy. of Deep Cover. I, I used to always pay attention when somebody tried to cover because I was like, nah, you ain't doing what Snoop did. Snoop blew my mind Oof, with that Snoop as soon as I heard Spike it. Spike Lee couldn't paint a better picture. I, I blew my mind. So anytime I heard somebody, richer. I said, who are these cats doing it? And I realized, I said, who are these Latin cats? I, I knew from the gate. I said, who are these Latin cats? And he just, the bit. I said, oh, because I knew Joe. But I remember, I was like, as I cruised to my people. And I remember saying, that's not that, that's not that. And, you know, part of me, I'm just, no, you know, body ableism, anything going on here body shaming but i was like i know that that fat nigga didn't roll with joe like i was laughing like that that's what i said i, I know that hell but then you know so i saw the video they were wearing the um head to toe no well before that was the Emma video Fly. for the the uh i'm not i'm not a player the original mm-hmm. oh with the other beat with the beat darling darling yeah. baby yeah. he's riding one on a scooter no that was no he, he's riding like in a fucking like red benz two-door and he's like stuffed into the fucking car yeah with like this tight ass yankee fit i remember looking at him like this guy's really big this is like the biggest fucking dude i've ever seen in my life rhyming oh and i will give pun credit he took the biggie interlude up a notch remember because a lot of two girls in there so many interludes yeah Yeah, he definitely yeah he definitely was like i'm gonna take up my little biggie isms on this side he definitely took that because he, oh, he had, well, I think we talked about it at some point on the Fat Joe episode where, like, when you listen to Pun and the Terror Squad album, everyone except him and Joe are all rhyming, like, knockoff G raps. Whereas, like, Pun is like a naughty boy. He just, like, says, like, wild dub shit, like, whoo, like, he just, he, says, <laughs> he just goes off the handle with it. And then Joe is like this, like, he's got the great delivery. He said Pun is cheeky. 
Yeah, he's like cheeky. Like a, he's like a little like rascal. A cheeky British boy. He's like a little he, rascal he, he, boy. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Zilla's saying that you used to, when you used to um, poke pun in the stomach, he would giggle like the pills. Yeah, like, like that's, that was his persona on them records. You know what I mean? He would be like singing and shit. He was like, he had a personality, like a lot of pizzazz to him. He definitely had personality. Way more than a lot of other the Terror Squad cast. Right. That that stood out. Even like that, that, that it's so hard joint. You know what I mean? He's like, like he's just doing weird ass voices. Like it's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, but I just I just wanted to be put in proper perspective, if you will. That's yeah, it. I hope I hope terminology doesn't listen to this because he he will fucking no, no Cuban link. Don't let Cuban link find out. Oh, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll email you. <laughs> <laughs> he'll email you. I think I think I think that's a wrap. Yeah, and, um, good. Yeah, we, we, we did a little it. over on that pun talk. Yeah, well, sorry. I mean, got it was, a little passionate it was, there. It's okay. It's all good. Uh, I'm, the, uh, I'm the timekeeper, so I'm the one that let it happen. Boom. What we got going on, fellas? Anybody got anything coming up they want to announce? Anything uh, that's uh, oh, uh, I, I got word from the pressing plant about me and Andrew's album. I was like, hey, I'm moving next week. You know, I, I saw the thing on the website saying the record's been cut. Just want to give you my new address. They're like, we're, the record will not be shipping by the time you move. I was like, oh, okay. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for the update, guys. Fucking put the order in August 22nd. So, uh, all right. Thanks for nothing. So, yeah. Anybody who pre-ordered me and Andrew, don't wait for me to leave. Not a lot of movement. I thought there was. I apologize. But you can still pre-order the vinyl at 3 pistolcom What? Uh, yeah. That's bitch. the main reason I didn't get vinyl for this record. I just... The what time, a bitch. Dog, Everybody the would be racing to their computers right now. Oh, what a bitch. Yeah. It's a nightmare. What Go buy the record. It's a really good record. Zilla's yeah, just yeah, in a frustrated space. Um, everybody knows yeah, what's going on with Vinyl Planet. Listen to our episode from last week about yeah, it. Yeah, the Liner Liner Notes, Notes episode, episode. That was our last episode. Check it out. It's a very powerful and, um, you know, a breezy record. I wouldn't say powerful. Definitely. I would say like street so, dirtbag rap. I, I, yeah. I'm changing the adjective. <laughs> White boy dirtbag shit. I will not call it that. I will call it, it's some nice top down, okay, top down matcha rap, if you will. Macho? Macho. 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 The green stuff. Matcha oh, tea? No, not macho. Like, like, we're gonna fucking Ralph macho? Salem's and like hit all girls and shit, and whistle mar- at people. What, what, what Marlboro men? Like Marlboro men? With big chops. <laughs> smoke a Paul Ball and fucking oh, whistle God. at girls. What, what are you macho? doing? Oh, I'm just easy riding. I'm just riding up. Where are you going? I'm just riding. What? Okay, sorry. Where was he going? Easy riding. Oh, he's he's riding up Highway 66, right? But yeah. some shit like but, that, yeah. But I never saw he, that movie. You never did saw he have a right? point? No. Was he nah, going was somewhere 60s. to meet somebody? They were like, they were, they were like doing drugs and looking at America through fucking cynical eyes <laughs> on LSD no and shit. No jobs, no jobs, and they had gas. No jobs. Peter, Peter Fonda's character's name was Peter Captain America. He had the fucking yeah. red, white, and blue leather, and on. they had the big choppers, the sit back choppers, and they yeah, had the, the big ass handles. Easy rider. No, yeah. Alaska's like, nah, man. The I'm generation that caught the biggest lick in American history were like, this shit is this shit is bullshit. This is complicated. I don't like America. I can I can pay for a hundred dollars hundred thousand dollar house, make it eighty dollars a year. This is bullshit. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Boomers. What else you got coming up? Any Alaska, you have anything coming? Uh I mean I have stuff, but I don't have any dates yet. So there we go. Alaska's great. I, uh, so I did finish recording I have my stuff. record with uh Steel Tip Dove this weekend. Boom. Boom. Shakalaka. So everybody that's been asking me about when a record's gonna happen with Steel Tip Dove, it's done. It's done. There's been a lot of people asking you that. Yeah, whenever I have those fucking like questions or mailbags, people are like, When are the Alaska and Steel Tip Dove album coming? <laughs> oh wow. So it's spicy. Real salty about it too. Spicy. So nice. yeah. 
So Castro, you're back. Yeah, I have returned from tour. I am home, but I'm about to go back out. But no, I'm just going up, going to another city real quick. Um, no, I don't got nothing. Nothing okay. announced. Metal long? Any updates? Physicals? Um, yeah, CDs are still available. Uh, vinyls, but they sh- better get to it. There's only like 140 left on Bandcamp or whatever. Ooh. And then I think you can go to Backwoods site, and um, it, they should be ready by December. Um, that's actually an official word. Dope. Yeah. The vinyl nice. look great because I, I don't think I know we have the best album cover of the year. So to see mm. it on 12 by 12 will be impressive. Fuck Shout yes. out to Shane Ingersoll and you should Alexander frame that and hang it on the wall. Richter. Oh, that's definitely getting framed, boy. That's going up there, man. That's that's for real. I, I stand by that. I think we have the best album cover of the year. So I can't wait to see it bigger. I'm looking at the CD right now. CD's looking glorious. Mm. So get you one of those and you know, pre-order the album. And well, not pre-order albums out, but like order you something. Buy that shit. Soon. And then Little right. Robert Hutton will be vinyl will be available. Oh, look later. at that! Nice. Um, that's all I got. Nice. Right, nice. Cool. Logic, you don't have shit, so we could just yeah. skip you. Yeah, quick. No. <laughs> no, go get the transition. one man. Eleven, eleven. He's got stems for sale. We got USBs for sale. journals. Journals for sale. Lyrics for sale. Lithographs, you know lyric books for sis. <laughs> all you know that we got, uh, motherfucking planes that write your name in a logic font for sale in the sky. Sky writing, motherfuckers. <laughs> sky writing, y'all. Oh, y'all ain't know about that promo. Scroll down on the band camp, scroll all the way down, right there, all the way, Still. all the way. All right, y'all, we signing out. That's Super Duty and Print. Shout out to Shout out Super Duty Tougher. Shout out to my man Zero Star. He's about to hit a whole avalanche of music. Shout out Zero Star and Adela Adela on Oak. Adela's yeah, on, Adela's Oak. on Oak. Yeah. Yep. Go check Fuck that yeah. out. Shout out to Columbus. We didn't have a chance to do it, but if you go look at my video featuring a logic called Arrow Bond, he did shoot a scene in Adela. So, big shot. Look at that. All right, y'all. We out. All right, boys. Later. Thanks a lot. Thanks, L. Work. Thanks, man.